All right, it's time for another episode of Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Zoner, and I am flying solo this week. Colin is recovering from spending the past few days at Fanex Salt Lake Comic Convention at the Salt Palace Convention Center. And I want to just take a few minutes to publicly thank him for his efforts over the past few days. He did some panels. He did quite a bit of work there trying to get the convention covered. It, it was a really great job on his part. I also want to thank a few other people, Jake, Tracy, and Val from Movies That Make Us podcast. First of all, if you have not been listening to their show, why not? Go check it out. It's awesome. And second of all, I want to thank them as well. They did amazing jobs. In fact, all four of these guys, Colin, Jake, Tracy, and Val, all did an amazing job with all of their panels. If you happen to catch any of their panels, you could see how much preparation they put into them to help ensure that they were a success. And even though I wasn't there, I have seen some video footage and I have heard some feedback from some people and from all accounts, they did a knockout job. So I want to thank them. I couldn't be prouder of them and their efforts and the way that they represented the Stolen Droids family over the past few days. I also want to thank our new intern, Elena. She did a great job helping us cover the convention over the past few days as well. If you have not visited StolenDroids.com in the last little bit, now would be a great time to do so, especially if you want to see kind of what happened at the convention. She has written some really good articles covering some of the highlights, and it's a great opportunity for you to go and check it out and kind of catch up on what you missed out on, or may have missed out on rather, or maybe catch it from a different perspective. Now, generally, when I fly solo, if you're new to the show, I, and I know that we've got a bunch of new listeners, but if you're new to the show, when I'm alone, I don't like to go long. I don't like to do a big, long show because of the fact that I don't like to listen to myself, and I assume that other people don't want to sit and listen to me either. On the flip side, I still want to do a show because we've done nearly 400 of these things, and i I have a certain expectation of myself and of stolen droids, and I don't want to let people down. So I am going to do a show here tonight. I am going to do it abbreviated, however. And when I say abbreviated, I mean it's going to be abbreviated. I did think about coming on and just saying, you know what? No show this week. Colin's in recovery. And let's face it, nobody wants to listen to me. But I've gotten feedback. People do like listening to me, which is surprising. So thank you for that. But we're going to make this a quick one here. I do want to touch on a couple of things real quick. First of all, The Boys. Have you been watching The Boys on Amazon Prime? Because I got to tell you, I am hooked. I'm seven episodes in. The first season is available. And it's eight episodes long, so I'm just getting ready to watch the finale. And I actually may watch the finale as soon as I'm done recording here and forgo sleep because, you know, who really needs it? It's kind of overrated. Why deal with it? But for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's a TV show based on a comic book by Garth Ennis, who also co-created 
Preacher. So if you've been watching that on AMC, you've probably got a little bit of a feel for what he does. Or if you're familiar with his comics, then you're probably a little bit familiar with this. Or if you've read the comics, I have not read the comic, although I'm about ready to. I think that it needs to find its way into my collection. But it's set in a universe where superpowered people are recognized as heroes by the general public. And they're owned by a powerful corporation, which goes ahead and markets and monetizes them. But outside of their heroic personas, almost all of them are extremely arrogant and extremely corrupt. It kind of goes back to the the saying, absolute power corrupts absolutely. We see that very much in force with this series. And the series primarily focuses on two groups, the seven, which I guess you could equate to the Justice League, maybe, or the Avengers. You know, it's kind of the main superhero group. It's the premier superhero team. And then you've got the boys, who are a group of vigilantes looking to keep the corrupted heroes under control. And I got to tell you, it is a fascinating show. I cannot get enough of it. It stars Carl Urban as the leader of the boys. His name's Billy Butcher. And then we've got a few other people, most of whom I had not seen in anything. But then we also have Elizabeth Shue, who, if you're familiar with really anything from the 80s, then then you know her. But Simon Pegg is in it. There's a few names that you will recognize, a few actors and, and, and whatnot that you will recognize. But... It is a really, really well done show. I'm going to throw a disclaimer out here, though. It is graphic. It is violent and language. I mean, you name it, it's in there. So don't watch it with the kids. But if you're looking for something new to watch, I'm going to tell you, this is a good one. If you like superheroes, if you like, if you liked Watchmen, with the idea of, you know, who watches the Watchmen, corrupt superheroes, and that type of thing. This is probably going to be right up your alley. It is a it is a great, great TV show. And again, that's on Amazon Prime. The first series, or excuse me, the first season is available now. Each episode is about an hour long, so you can crank it out in a day if you sit down and binge it. Or it's going to take you, take you a little longer than that if it's not all in one sitting. And, oh, uh, also Haley Joel Osment is in this. Uh, you may remember him from, what was it, The Sixth Sense? I See Dead People. Yeah, time has not been so good to him. But uh, it was kind of good to know that he's not dead. So, yeah, there's that. So check that out if you're looking for something new to watch. And then the other thing that I wanted to talk about is the Birds of Prey trailer. I I don't even know where to start with Birds of Prey. When your Joker sucks so bad that you have to go and create an entirely new Joker movie that has nothing to do with anything else in any of the movies that you've created already. It's just its own thing, which is what they've done with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. And 
you give another movie a spinoff to the sidekick in Harley Quinn. What does that say about the state of your, your movie universe? But we got a 30-second, maybe, trailer for Birds of Prey. It wasn't supposed to be released online, but like everything, it found its way online. It was supposed to only be available with It Chapter 2, which opened this past weekend. And I don't, I don't even know. It just, I'm not excited for this. I'm really not. And I'm a huge DC guy. I love DC Comics, but I'm really having a tough time getting behind both this and the Suicide Squad. I just, I don't know. We get to see Huntress in action. We get to see Black Canary in action. Uh, we get to see some action with Harley Quinn. But it's like 10 seconds of action. It's it's like 10 seconds of balloons coming up on the screen. Harley Quinn comes on, says something that people are supposed to think is funny or quirky or whatever. And then that's it. It goes into like a super action-packed sizzle reel for the remainder of the trailer. And we don't know anything about it. I don't know. I'm... I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical about it. But we do have some DC movies coming out here. We've got Joker, which just won the Venice Film Festival. That hits theaters in October, on October 4th. Birds of Prey hits theaters in February 2020. Wonder Woman hits theaters in June of 2020. And then in 2021, we have The Batman and the Suicide Squad. And then in 2022, we have Aquaman 2 and DC Super Pets. DC Super Pets, I don't know, man. Are they scraping the bottom of the barrel here at this or or what? I don't know anything about this. But when I think about a movie starring Crypto and Bathound, I just, I don't know what DC is doing. That being said... Birds of Prey does have Ewan McGregor as Black Mask. So I am I am kind of excited to see what he does there. But yeah, oh, hopefully we don't see Jared Leto's Joker on screen ever again. I think that Jared Leto's Joker ruined me for anything with Harley Quinn. And I think that Harley Quinn did such... I, I mean, Margot Robbie did such a good job as Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. I, she was like the one shining beacon in that entire movie. But yet, everything that I'm seeing is Jared Leto. You know, this trailer, she comes out and she says, oh, I'm over clowns. It's like, so what? Don't don't bring it up. Let's Let's forget that Jared Leto ever happened and just move on with our lives. And you go on being the great Harley Quinn that we know you were and that we know you can be. And let's see what this movie has. And hopefully it won't be a complete piece of crap. As far as geek news, that's all the stuff I've got. Like I said, we're going to be abbreviated here. I do want to follow up on a tech news article that we discussed last week. Now, 
Last week, we mentioned that hackers have basically had their way with iOS devices for about two years. Apple is disputing that claim, and they're disputing it pretty hardcore. They they are not happy with Google for how they've handled the situation either. Now, just to catch you up to speed, Google revealed a major iPhone security flaw in the last few weeks where they said that malicious websites used previously undisclosed security flaws in iOS to hack in devices over the last two years. And Apple doesn't dispute this. They say, you know, yeah, this this is true, but they are accusing Google of, quote, stoking fear among all iPhone users that their devices have been compromised. And they're saying that key details were omitted in Google's blog post. They say, quote, the sophisticated attack was narrowly focused, not broad-based exploit of iPhones and mass as described. The attack affected fewer than a dozen websites that focused on content related to a specific community. And that is not something that Google had had indicated. It, they made it sound like it was everybody who went to pretty much any one of a bunch of websites. Now, it's also been revealed in subsequent reports that these websites also targeted Windows and Android users. However, Google did not make this information public. They didn't detail any of that. Apple says, quote, all evidence indicates that these website attacks were only operational for a brief period, roughly two months, not two years, as Google implies. So there's a lot of, I don't know, fear mongering here. Google may have overshot a little bit. Maybe Apple is just trying to do damage control. I don't know. I don't know that we'll ever know. But regardless, Apple is pissed. And they say that they fixed the vulnerabilities back in February, just 10 days after they learned about the security issues. Quote, when Google approached us, we were already in the process of fixing the exploited bugs. And so, yeah, we don't know if Google knew that this was going on. But regardless, Apple was trying to get this resolved. We also don't know if Google knew whether or not these websites were attempting to hack Android devices as well. And so, yeah, it's it's crazy. But Google did come out and they said that they're going to stand by their original report. They're not going to back down. Thankfully, you know, they're not doubling down saying, oh, well, Apple is is stupid or whatever. But they are standing by their original report. So just a follow up there for you, Apple users. If you got freaked out by our by our story last week when we reported that. Maybe it's not as bad. I don't know. Regardless, though, there was a vulnerability. People got hacked. We do know that much. Apple's not denying that. So take that information and do with it as you will. Generally, it's a good idea to change your passwords. And I'm just glad Hackzoner is not in effect. And then this is something that I thought was interesting. This is a new story that has just come out over the last day or so. Excuse me, the last few days. The founder of Wonderlist, which is a to-do list, a, a kind of a checklist app, sold his app 
to Microsoft a few years ago uh, for between 100 and 200 million dollars. And I guess this was back in 2015 that he sold it. And Microsoft has slowly been taking parts of Wonderlist out of the app and implementing it into its own Microsoft to-do app. And they've made it clear that once they get everything from Wonderlist baked into their own app, they're going to just shut down Wonderlist. And the founder, Christian Reber, does not like that idea. So he says, quote, still sad Microsoft wants to shut down Wonderlist, even though people still love and use it. I'm serious. Please let me buy it back. Keep the team and focus on Microsoft to do. And no one will be angry for not shutting down Wonderlist. So he's making a serious offer here to buy back the app that he sold four years ago for a whole lot of money. I can't imagine that he'd be able to buy it for that much money considering they're going to sell it. I would think that it's going to be severely depreciated in value, but maybe not. I don't know. But he's he's wanting to buy it back. I've never used Wonderlist seriously. I've tested it out a few times, but I've never been able to stick with it. I generally use other to-do lists. Lately, I've been using AnyDo. I've, I've used that off and on for a few years, and I keep coming back to it. It just seems to work really well for what I need, and I, I really like the interface. It's, it's clean, and, and it, it works well for me. But I'm curious, are any of you guys out there using Wonderlist? And what did you think when you heard that Microsoft was going to shut it down? Or did you even know that Microsoft was going to shut it down? Is this news to you? Is this something that you're going to keep using as long as you can? Are, are you upset? You know, would you like to see the, the founder actually buy it back? Go ahead and let us know. Feedback at StolenDroids.com. Also, let me know your thoughts on the Birds of Prey trailer. And if you've been watching the boys, I want to know your thoughts on that too. And if you have any other good TV suggestions similar to the boys, send them my way. Cause like I said, I've got one episode of the boys left and I'm just about done, done watching. I'll, I'll be done within the next day. By the time you listen to this, I will be done with that episode. So Send me some suggestions. I need something new to watch because, frankly, I'm getting a little bored with what's out there. I like something. I like something new, and the boys, the boys brings it for me. I, I'm a fan. But send me your thoughts. Send me your feedback. Feedback at StolenDroids.com. If you've got any questions, you know, send those as well. If you were at FanX, tell me your thoughts. Did you enjoy the convention? I wasn't there, so I, I was looking from afar. I'm curious how it was received by those in attendance, considering the fact that I couldn't be there. So let me know your thoughts on that as well. And if you haven't done so already, please go ahead and subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. We're everywhere you can get podcasts. We just showed up on a few new places as well. So yeah... If there's somewhere where you listen to podcasts and we're not there, let me know and I'll do what I can to get us there. But I think for the most part, we're wherever you listen to podcasts, 
there we are. And while you're there, go ahead and leave a rating if you can. I know not everybody lets you leave a rating anymore, but if they let you leave a rating, if you like the show, go ahead and leave a rating. If you don't like the show, you know, feel free to leave a rating for that too. But we do like those five-star ratings as opposed to the one-star ratings a whole lot more. And then go ahead and follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as Stolen Droids. We're also on MeWe. And I'm trying to kick off a few other things that I'm working on. Hopefully, I'll be able to announce those here in the next little bit. But then also, we are always at StolenDroids.com. And we will be back next week with another episode. We are working on some pretty big stuff. I think there may be some crisis, some crises, a crisis. I don't know. There's there's something brewing here. There may be a crossover event happening, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But I think we've got a crossover happening. It, it smells like a crisis is brewing. But until next time, be good to each other. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.